Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. I'm Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen for a bit. <laughs> hello, Swap Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? I'm doing okay. I've already recorded the show. This is all out of whack. Yeah. Because Pokemon Direct happened or something. Mm -hmm. Something that's apparently very important in the Pokemon world. Laurie and Pete had to do something about it. Nerd. It's thrown off our schedule. It has a little bit, like, we've. Uh, I think we've mentioned this before. We've got a whiteboard in the office now, and uh, I painstakingly detailed out oh, yeah. the studio usage today, and that just all went out the window. Uh, I think by, like, 12 o'clock, it had all sort of fallen apart, really. And Pete and, Laurie, Pete and Laurie were meant to be in at 12. They didn't get into one or mm -hmm. even later than that. It was all, we, we, we were meant to record something and that's it's completely gone. Oh, I was never going to do that. You're never going to do no, it? No, no, no. It's funny as well. I because, did announce that to the room. Maybe you weren't there. Uh, it might have been because yesterday we said we were going to do it. Because obviously we were going to do like a Godzilla King mm. of the Monsters review because we went to go see it last night. And we had said that we were going to do it yesterday. And I think we had even said it after the screening last night. And which is why I throw to it at the end of my screen stalker. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no, I think I, I don't remember confirming it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I never intended to do that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's, uh, it's, I'm sure it's fine. Me and Laurie were like, that ah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to notice. I think we can probably get away with it. Um, but yeah, we went to go see that last night, and we mm. had fun going to see the film. There was booze there. There was booze there. It was really delicious Peroni. Yeah. Did you, did be, I said this at the time, and you no-sold it. Because we're with someone else. Well, he's so cool. Who's, right? who's much cooler than us. So He's so much cooler <coughs> than pretty much everyone I know. He can talk to everyone. He dresses so smart. Oh, yeah. yeah. I felt like such a slob standing next to him. Because mm. I was there in my shorts and T-shirt. And he, uh, it, I was like, wow, this Peroni out is, is to taste really nice. Nicer than usual. And he went, huh, that's interesting. Because it's in a plastic cup. And I felt like a piece of crap. <laughs> No, I thought he was making. I thought he was like agreeing with you because usually within a plastic cup, it doesn't taste as nice. In the in the dating world, that's called a neg. Oh, oh no! Yeah. You thought he was negging you? I think he was negging me. Oh, he's trying to chip me down. Well, trying yeah. to be, trying to alpha me. <laughs> well, I've completely changed my opinion. Which is on what this Godzilla's then. all about, isn't it? <laughs> it is. He was trying to become the alpha monster. The alpha monster. Yeah, big mm. big plot line of the film. Um, 
yeah, you know, that's how it's set of miles now. Anyway, uh, this came in uh, from Jacob, and it's regarding something we had, a question we had on the magazine show a little while back. Uh, he says, uh, regarding Vince McMahon being voted off the board. Remember, we had this question in saying, like, mm, what would... Yeah, I don't know if, how it could happen. How it could yeah. happen. So here he says, uh, hello, Talk team, minus that dork. On Saturday's podcast, a pledge hammer suggested that the board of directors basically tried to reduce the value of WWE stock in order to lose conventional money and forced him out of creative control. Here's a big, big reason why that is not a good idea. One of the first things they teach you about corporations in any business class is that the number one cause of the corporation... Uh, the cause of the corporation is to increase shareholders well. This means trying to maximize the stock value. If the board was to intentionally decrease the value, the company as a whole would basically be screwed. This current, uh, this cause current investors to back out, or this could cause, he misses a word, they could cause current <laughs> investors to back out. Potential investors to find new opportunities and would ultimately make the company worse off than it currently is. No amount of Saudi money could make that situation worthwhile. Sorry for the quick rant, I just had to get that off my chest. I still love the show and wish to become a pledge hammer soon once I find a full time job this summer love you guys presumably in business mm, business 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 that was a business 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 email <coughs> so so that can't happen Vince um, yeah yeah that's absolutely. what we suspected yeah uh shout out to Sam as well who sent an email say to the rest of talk crew and everyone on the planet but not Randy Datsun uh today is the day that I decided WWE no longer deserves a penny of my hard-earned money while I will continue to watch Raw and Smackdown I have cancelled my subscription after oh, wow. the farce of a finale that was Money in the Bank I shall proceed to watch the pay-per-views and NXT through mm, for the next month I will invest that money into something that has arguably brought me more joy you fine gentlemen yeah looking forward to being a pledge ham and enjoying more of your awesome content Sam from Leicester. P.S. I will also look into buying a support WrestleTalk t-shirt. Ah, oh, thank you very much for your su- <coughs> sorry, your support of us. Still got that cough, have you? A little bit. It's <laughs> getting better. Um, imagine if 1.5 million WWE Network subscribers became our pledge house. <laughs> it's, al- it's always possible. We would just do a month and then pack up shop <laughs> and leg it. <laughs> The pressure to do a really good <laughs> Wrestle Ramble extra that month will probably be too much for me. Yeah. yeah. The production values will get worse. <laughs> uh, this comes in from Scott. Uh, speaking of which, uh, on the Pledgehammer front, said I sent this message on Patreon, but wasn't sure uh, how to use if they're monitored. They are. I'm just very bad at doing this sort of thing. Emailing me is better for this mm. unless you want questions for the mailbag, in which case use Patreon. Uh, hey guys, absolutely love the content you produce. I came across the WrestleTalk, the, the YouTube channel last year and I've been listening to content almost religiously the fa- last few months. You get me through some long drives and lonely times at work. I suffer from chronic depression and you really help put a smile on my face. This week I've been scrolling through old podcasts having listened to all the recent content. Amazingly, Ollie and Luke refer- reading through Big Apple Takedown finally pushed me to become a pledge hammer on Patreon. Hey. The commentary had me dying in laughter at what I'm sure is a very poor read. Not intended to be funny at all. Keep on entertaining. You guys rock. P.S. I got a good laugh listening to the Raw in review. Hearing Ollie praise the moment of bliss segments that he now wishes never existed. When? Apparently in the year in a review episode you were praising of the moment of bliss. But I think it was the old moment of bliss. You remember when it was she was feuding with Nia Jax? Yeah, and they were the little. Uh, yeah, it was like an anti-bullying PSA announcement. Thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Moment, yeah. Not not the talk show moment. No, of the bliss. talk show has been terrible from the get-go. <laughs> Talking of Big Apple takedown. Yes, mate. It's. I'm kind of wishing it just finishes soon. Yeah. Yeah. You bored of doing it now? A bit. Not bored. It's just that we've had a lot of Triple H chapters. 
and they're not as fun. Well, yeah, it was like three on the bounce. Mm. And I think the next one's probably going to be a bit Triple H heavy as well. Because basically, a Triple H chapter is just that he already knows what's going <laughs> on, but you, the reader, are too dumb to know what's going on. Yeah. So he points it out to you. <laughs> and then all the other characters are doing things. And he's like, mm, I already knew that. Yeah. It'll be like a long bit of exposition about what's happening. And then it'll be like, of course, Triple H already knew this. <laughs> <laughs> Which t- sucks out all the drama of the scene. <laughs> I know. It'd be great if he was the bad guy. Yeah. But he's not. He's the, he's the baby face he's hero. basically the lead. Mm. Uh, but anyway, let's crack on into the show. Uh, what are you discussing in this show? We are discussing, is the wild card rule ruining SmackDown? Well, here's the show. Well, we talk about that wild card rule. Mm-mm-mm. Why are you out on the great... wild card rule? I right hate now? it. Did you always hate it? Yeah. You hated it from the get-go. Always and forever, yeah. I, as soon as they announced that, I was like, for God's sake. It was one of those things where I just thought, well, this is just this is exactly how it starts going back to being boring and not brand-splitty, and it's going to be completely contrived and pointless and no one knows the rules. And I was right. Yes. It's great, yeah. Yeah, well, I was optimistic. Mm. I remember when it happened. Initially, I was like, oh, that's a bad idea. Because yeah. I quite like the integrity of the brand split. Me too, yeah. Even though... That went to pot in the build-up <laughs> yeah, to WrestleMania. Yeah. At least I was like, but after WrestleMania, it's going to be back to two distinct brands. Mm-hmm. And Survivor Series is the one night a year <laughs> when those two brand stars go head-to-head in direct competition. But the wild card rule thing happened. So I thought, but, you know, ratings are down. They mm-hmm. do need a Hail Mary. Yeah. And they did it. And I've got to say, for the first week or so... I was like, you know what? It is fun seeing Sami Zayn on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. It is fun seeing Roman Reigns also on SmackDown. And Raw. Yeah, because he's he's a SmackDown guy now. I'm pretty sure he's a SmackDown guy. Pretty sure. They made a big deal out of it. I mean, the the Superstar Shake-Up is still happening? Is it? I don't know. It's never going to end. And (laughs) one of the main worries was that back in the day, after the initial brand split, the original one in 2002, Maybe sometime there was a long period where one show was better than the other. Mm-hmm. WWE have only got a limited capacity, and then they sort of gave up on that and just said, "Raw's the main show. SmackDown is going to be the repeat show." Because really, you think you've got two brands. You tell one set of stories on this show, another set of stories on that show, and now with Shane McMahon being the main offender and everything that comes with him. We are now getting the same people and the same stories told on both Raw and SmackDown. And because SmackDown comes second, it's turning it into a Raw repeat. Yep, absolutely. And I hated that period of time when SmackDown was just the repeat show. I even remember once when me and uh, my my friend at the time, we were meeting up to watch, I think it was WrestleMania. I was staying at his the whole weekend. I was having like a whole weekend sleepover. It was was a big deal. Adults. Yeah, I know. Being an well, I probably wasn't an adult then, but whatever. Um, And we got really excited because we were like, we'll watch SmackDown, which will be like the big, you know, be the go-home episode for WrestleMania. And it was literally like Booker T and another guy just being like, I'm really excited for WrestleMania. Let's show you some video packages or whatever. There wasn't an episode of SmackDown at all. And I was like, you have an episode to do. Like, why is there nothing here? I hated that period of time when it's that. And it's when they started doing the Raw Super Shows. Yes. Was when they when they killed it off and then they said, oh, we're going to have all the SmackDown and the Raw guys on both shows now. Like, oh my God. 
I forgot about the super shows. I know. That's what the wild card is. Yeah, exactly. It's a super show under a different name. And and that is why I hated it from the off. Because as soon as they said wild card, I was like, it's the raw super shows all over again. I was like, no, this is it. Because I think up until this week, Raw has, well, obviously the big SmackDown stars are on Raw, but to argue the good side of this, the big Raw stars have been on SmackDown. Like yeah. the Usos have been really great on and, and delivering good matches. Who else? I was going to say Roman. No, he's the SmackDown guy now. But Shit. there were Lacey Evans. Miz? Shane McMahon does not count. Uh, Miz he wasn't on is a one. raw guy. He's a raw guy now, though. <laughs> uh, the, the thing is, you're saying all these big raw stars. They're the people that got good on SmackDown, like the Usos mm, and mm. the Miz and stuff like that. So are they really raw guys? <laughs> but this week was the first week I felt that raw got the better end of the deal. Mm-hmm. It was a raw super show. And yeah. SmackDown, as much as I love him, got Drew McIntyre. Yep. And Lacey Evans. And it just didn't yeah. feel like the... There was a fair split there. On Raw, you've got Brock Lesnar, you've got Seth Rollins, you've got Kofi Kingston, you've got Becky Lynch. Uh, she Raw now? She was SmackDown, but because she's the Raw Women's Champion, she's now listed on Wikipedia, super accurate. Right. As a Raw star. As a Raw. So she wasn't part of the Superstar Shakeup, nor is she a wildcard, but she has gone from SmackDown to Raw. I think you can argue that does work out on a technicality, though. Mm-hmm. But, sure. uh, but on SmackDown, as much as I love all these guys, it felt so lacking in star power. Yeah. Elias, Drew McIntyre, R-Truth mm-hmm. are three quarters of the main event, which is really just to get one guy over. Yep. Kofi Kingston and Kevin Owens open the show. Like it, it just felt very lacking in star power, SmackDown, where while Raw had a lot of faults and SmackDown was an easier show to watch, I don't think Raw... Lack, I'd, I'd never say Raw lacked in star power this yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. And the the Miz curse <laughs> continues because now the Miz has gone to Raw and now suddenly SmackDown is worse again. That's a good point. I don't understand. Well, Raw, I think, had it beat in worseness. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that that's true, yeah. It, Raw, I think, has the potential to be better if that's how they're going to treat it with mm. like the wildcard rule and stuff. I think in time to come, I think Raw is probably going to get mildly better or maybe SmackDown's just going to get more worse than Raw. Yeah. There is, there is only a finite amount of good in this entire company. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this the, 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 the most egregious example of the entire wildcard rule so far mm-hmm. came in this episode of SmackDown, and that was Shane McMahon Appreciation Night. There he is. So this was essentially the same segment we got on Raw the previous night where Shane just comes down to the ring, talks about how great he is and how rubbish Roman Reigns is because they're going to have a fight at Super Arabia and Drew McIntyre is beside him being intimidating. And the, the, the only difference really was that Elias was there too this time. Mm-hmm. And both of those segments, no, the Raw one didn't end with a 24-7 shenanigans piece, did it? No, it, it ended in a match and Roman yeah. came out and saved him. <coughs> anyway, it was just like a really uninspired d- copy and paste segment of the previous night. Yep. But you've got so many other people on your roster that you could devote this time to, mm-hmm. but it's getting absorbed by <laughs> what WWE think is the most important thing. And Shane versus Roman is an important thing, but it should only be on one show. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, they're focusing way too much on Shane, and that's not anything new. Um, but I think, like you said, they have so much, so many other people. Like Andrade got to cut a promo this week yeah. like that lasted about 20 seconds, 
and that's it. Like, we haven't seen... We got a WWE.com exclusive of, of Finn Balor. Like, you have so many people that need to... Especially guys like Andrade and Finn, who get over from their in-ring work and how good they are at wrestling, when they don't get to do that, and all they get is to say, I've hurt my back, and, you know, not going to be wrestling. Ouch. That, how are you going to get... How are you going to make stars? How are you going to do anything with these guys? They need time to do that, and all of it's just been taken and enveloped by Shane and all his cronies. It's terrible. Buddy Murphy. Oh, God, you... I forgot he existed. I forgot <laughs> he existed. Yeah. God, that's terrible. So there was there was a slightly interesting thing here in the appreciation night. I don't know if you picked up on it. Mm -hmm. He introduced his own video package, yes. which is a perfect heel thing to do. Yeah, it was great. The video package was edited to make him seem amazing. That's the right way to use it. It's Baby perfect. faces should not be saying, and here is a video package <laughs> recapping my feud with so-and-so. Mm -hmm. But he said... Afterwards, wow, our production team is amazing. Yep. Under the awesomeness of Kevin Dunn. Yep. Give a shout out to Kevin Dunn. So apparently, Shane McMahon and Kevin Dunn are good friends. Yeah. When the Vice article came out a couple of years ago about the big backstage rift in the McMahon mm -hmm. family, Shane was aligned to Dunn. Yep. Apparently it was Dunn who kind of politicked to get Shane back into the company. And the other side is Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, yep. who really want to replace Kevin Dunn when they get like the main power, mm -hmm. uh, reportedly. Yeah. So that was that was an interesting dynamic, especially because Dunn is never mentioned in WWE. No, never. Yeah. Not at all. Um, and you, it's very rare if we even get to see him. And if generally if we see him, it's by accident. Mm. Like something will happen to be like, wasn't that Kevin Dunn? Yeah. Is he supposed to be in that shot? Or will I accidentally hear him over the producer's mic or something like that? Or it'll Wait. be ha half a shot because he wears a cape, doesn't he, backstage? <laughs> yeah, exactly, Usually yeah. over an organ. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, Not a piano but... organ either, like someone's no, organ he's organs. ripped out of a, a diva search contestant. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a strange shout. And then people <coughs> start to boo that, and then he goes, no need to boo Kevin Dunn. It's just like, <laughs> you're a heel. They're going to boo what you say. Sorry. Well, I think maybe it was used as a very weird way to get heat. Yeah, Heel heat from a specific part of the audience. Yeah, just the smarky ones, mm. like us. <laughs> it was a, Yeah, and just like so, so many days after AEW, which had different style of production, mm -hmm. not massively, but it was different to the Dunn style, you know, not Crash Zoom all the time. Yeah. And he brings it up, it just... Very strange. Yeah, it was. Um, but anyway, Elias starts to do a song thing. R-Truth runs in, trying to run away from Drake Maverick. He... He pins Drake Maverick. Which makes no sense. I don't... That doesn't work, right? He no. should just run away. I thought that was the point. Exactly. Because there's no match. You can't <laughs> win the match. If you pin someone... Yeah. What they do there's no match. Like, it's not like a guy said, you guys are in a match now. There needs to be a winner. If someone pins the champion, they win the belt. But there's no... There's no match. You, the person can't retain their belt in a match. Yeah. It's one long championship scramble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It never ends. And uh, But anyway, Truth beat Drake Maverick. He jumped up, realized where he was, and the mid-card of evil beat him up, and Elias became the 24-7 champion. And then later on in the night, we got another Shane proxy versus Roman Reigns main event. Yeah. Which was good. Like, um... It, it had Roman got a big baby face pop when he got the he the tag. He did. So that's which is better than it has been in previous weeks. Mm -hmm. And the ending was quite fun as well. Our truth was worked over for ages. Roman got the hot tag. He ran wild. Mm -hmm. Drew McIntyre went to claymore him on the outside. Roman just was like, no. Nope. 
stepped out the way. You know how Samoa Joe does yeah, yeah, when yeah. someone dives? Yeah, and, like, and he's like, nope. nah, not going to catch you. <laughs> and so Drew just lands flat on his back <laughs> on the great. commentary desk and makes this almighty slap sound. Yeah, that was great. And then because uh, Roman had Shane which was the distraction that Drew was trying to go for. Mm. And then as he went to claim, we kind of split <coughs> Shane and Roman. So Roman still couldn't get his hands on Shane because Shane ran yeah. away, which is fine. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was that was cool. It was a nicely um, choreographed yeah, spot. It, it, yeah, it was nicely done. And then after they got back in, Roman hits Elias with a spear. One, two, three, Roman. Roman wins. Which, which was yeah, fine. Which is, it is what it is. Yeah. But what I really liked was that R-Truth got his title back off the back <laughs> of this. And then yeah. like... You know, Roman wins. Oh, yeah, of course he does. Our truth regains his championship. (laughs) I love you, Roman. Thank you. I am glad you found optimism in that one. Oh, did you not like the finish of the show? It's not that I didn't like it. It was just like, oh, so our truth's got it back. Like, I want to see what I really... As much as I didn't like the 24-7 championship announcement itself, the fact there was three champions in one night, and I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. And our truth has got the belt. He can do some fun comedy stuff with Mm -hmm. it. And they did their version of comedy with him running away and all that stuff that he did and I was like okay the Art of Truth stuff is over now and we'll have Elias as a champion for a bit and then it'll pass on to someone else and they'll keep hot shotting it between people and they'll have their little funny skits that they can do now it's back on Art of Truth again I'm like oh they're gonna do more of the running away crappy comedy stuff now and I'm like Ugh. it and just left me a little bit flat afterwards unless it does a uh, what would you call it when he keeps on winning oh, the, the it, it was like the Houdini of hardcore so yeah. he'll be the I can't think of anyone that does more escaping things that isn't Houdini. Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> yeah, sure. He'll be the Zack Sabre Jr. Junior. of WWE. <laughs> of the 24-7 oh, but, championship. But like, he could give Charlotte a run for her money on title reigns. Oh my God, she, yeah. She's like a nine-time champion in what, three years? Yeah. He could become a an even more champion <laughs> in great. a couple of weeks. That'd be fun. But yeah, it was... I, I mean, I, I liked it. Truth's a two-time champ. I mean, I liked it within the confines of WWE. If you yeah, ask me true, as a, yeah. alongside Breaking Bad and The Sopranos, <laughs> I, don't, I don't rate it that highly. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Anyway, yeah. it's time to do some Pledge Hammer Patreon shout-outs. Thank you very much to all of our Patreons. These are the $25 a month or more. So, Nathan, for you, Ford. Woo! Thank you very much. Luke came up with these. I don't understand half the references. Yeah, no, me neither. Uh, can I see you one? You can see that, I can see you? that. Uh, shower Lurker, Jacob Bates. Oh. I think that's, that's a, a that's, bit weird. No, no, it's, that's okay. It's a psycho reference from okay. Norman Bates. Right. It's not just Get calling it. him. Cool. A not shower lurker. Not just saying he lurks in uh, showers. <coughs> Undefeated Bianca Roman Urena. Undefeated. Uh, Crinius the Killer Clown. Woo! Yeah, Crinius. Yeah. Yeah. Salutations, Josh Salo. Salo. No, you did so well at the beginning. Salo, yeah. <laughs> Kirsten. Just Kirsten. Woo! Joe, just Joe. Uh, T-Rex Joseph Clamoran. T-Rex yeah. Joseph Clamoran. Yeah. twice for you. Leader of the boys, Dalton Sizemore. Which, yeah. if, if that's his real name, is one of my favourites. Other it's than, uh, oh, what's the other one? Oh, uh, Michael Miss Lion, <laughs> Miss Mikey's. Miss Lane, Mikey's. Got it. Hey. That's good. Girls on film, Evie Duran. Yeah, Evie <laughs> Duran. Duran. Uh, wise man say, Soren Weisner? Sure. Soren Wiesner. Soren. Uh, and lastly, it's the Toxic Dogma Avenger. Woo! Okay, so let's go through your su- su- super chats. Judas Black, mm-hmm. did they really cheer for having earthquakes? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to that later. But I was losing my mind about Luke's that one. Luke's running in to help Makes us out. Makes no sense. Hey, Luke. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so this no was. Sense. That's how. That's how great a heel promo <laughs> Daniel Bryan is. I don't get it. Why is he a heel? I, I don't, don't get it. I don't think even like awful people like fracking, and, <laughs> and he got people to cheer fracking. He got people to cheer fracking and cheer earthquakes. <coughs> um, Tim Ardent Arndt says, "Hey guys, what do you make of Vince Russo tweeting that WWE <laughs> and AEW are working together? Also, sorry for not answering your question yesterday, Randy. My name is pronounced Aunt. Aunt. So Tim Aunt. Tim Aunt. Uh, yeah, WWE and AEW working together? No. Bro. Bro. No. Yeah. No. I don't think that's Ridiculous. working. Yeah. No. Not uh, BM Chambly. Ollie, I have a burger. Taking lunch. See you in fifteen. I, d- oh, I can't be there. I'm, I'm <laughs> doing this show. Uh, but thank you. JPCROTC, what do you think of the breakout year that Teddy Spaghetti has been having? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Teddy Spaghetti is. I have no idea. Are you just laughing at the name Teddy Spaghetti? Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's he's a having a great, a great run of it so yeah. far. 
Props to him, I guess. KJ says, Bailey, this is your life segment was two years ago today. Oh, my God. That segment is the definition of trash. Yeah, it, it really is. And now she's SmackDown Women's Champion. So, you know, it makes stars, mm. obviously. Yeah, directly off the back of that. That mm-hmm. was the start yeah. of the rebuilding process. Two-year storyline. <coughs> now. I mean, that was that is the popular go-to for worst ever. It is. It's pretty bad. But... People like that old day segment, which came either eight months God. before or the summer after. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Was too. also excruciating. Mm, yeah. WWE's been terrible recently, but I wouldn't say anything's been as bad no. as this is your no, life. Yeah, not that period. No, yeah. nothing was as bad as that. That was the worst. Thank you, Doug Simpson, for just uh, your generous donations there. RJ Kalmarin says, Wait, you're not MJF. <laughs> is that is that towards you? I assume. Do I look similar? Not no, really. Because you've got a big beard. You've yeah. got a big bushy beard. Yeah. Did you see the in the Shane Appreciation Night mm. promo opposite the hard cam, there was a big sign that said, You're not MJF. You're not MJF, yeah. So potentially it's that. Probably that. Um and then Adrian Wells, thank you very much. Sal Garcia, Ollie, they are doing your fantasy booking of Roman and the Family. I guess with Lance and Lance with and Lance away, and away, yeah, not you know the family like the Usos and the Usos. everyone else. Uh, <laughs> that was also part of a big heel turn, <laughs> yeah. I believe. Which I don't so think I can wish. work now. Um, Chris, well, that means they'll totally do it. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, Chris Field, what did you think about Lacey versus Bailey match? Do you think they're going to do Charlotte versus Lacey? We'll get on to the the Lacey versus yeah. Bailey match we'll in a bit, but yeah, what do you think about the Mega Blondes imploding? Um, good, because I don't want to see Charlotte and Lacey together. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were a very good act together, because I feel like their gimmicks are almost too similar, so yeah. that it was Charlotte was just being Lacey rather than being Charlotte, so I don't really want to see them together, so that's good. Not really interested in a match between them, though. I'd rather they just kind of drop it as it is now. Lacey goes back to Raw, Charlotte stays and back down. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully this was just more of a split yeah. of the two. exactly. Um, I'm getting an update in my earpiece. Is How's production looking, gang? <laughs> I think we fixed it. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did everyone else just hear that? Yeah. If people can <laughs> confirm in the chat that they can actually hear me. That would be grand. <coughs> that would be ideal. That's right. Go back to Carry on. I'll fix this. <laughs> and More we're back. technical difficulties. Uh, what did you prefer? Andy being uh, available to hear or no Andy? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Don't do that. Uh, Ollie, that, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Omar Diaz, shouldn't Roman be the 24-7 champion? He pinned Elias. Yeah, I mean, uh, so Shane ruled that the 24-7 rule was null and void, which defeats the point of 24-7, the mm. name 24-7, until the match was over. Um, um, so so- he, sh- he didn't win the title, but then after that he was like, I don't want to win the title, yeah, our yeah. truth have it. Yeah, uh, which shows is, how important yeah, it is. Yeah, really important title, guys. Imagine uh, if that's where the heel turn came from. <laughs> After all these years, our oh, truth, mate, you know, take the title. One, two. Oh! And then he just beats the living crap out of... Spears him. Out of truth. Spears him out the ring. Yeah, yeah. great. And then yep. he pins Elias. Yep. Becomes Double 20- turn. And then he, he holds the uh, the 24-7 championship ransom. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. always avoids everyone. Always retains it every time. It's money. That's yeah. how you compete with Flawless. AEW. Okay, let's give this another go. Randy Andy Datsun. Yeah. Owens pinned clean on SmackDown. Ziggler only doing Super Showdown. Kofi beats Ziggler, then gets chair beat down on Kofi. Lesnar's music hits, cashes in. Lesnar new face of SmackDown on Fox. Um, potentially, but I think if they... 
as we talked about yesterday, if they do that, they'll hold off until closer to the Fox deal, mm-hmm. the switch. Yeah. So I don't see that happening. Yeah. I mean, when does the Fox deal? Is it uh, October? First, October. Yeah. Um, and I think the next Saudi show is in November, isn't it? Because I think if like a, a Brock sh- a Brock championship win. Saudi Arabia is a great place to do it because you won't get as much negative feedback from the crowd in mm. Saudi Arabia yeah. as you would in anywhere else in the world. And sometimes when you've got bad news, it's best just to lump all that yeah. bad news in, together, in together. And then it's all it's a, from a viewer, you're like, I don't know what to be angry about. Yeah, so exactly. I, it all feels like one bit of bad news when actually there's loads of bad news. Exactly. So there's a, there's a famous a quote. I think it was Alistair Campbell or, so, or some PR guy from the early noughties where... They, they announced the war on Iraq in the UK. Mm-hmm. And he said, Man, today's also a good time to mention those budget cuts because <laughs> it'll get lost in the news cycle. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's one way of doing it. Yep. Which began with Kevin Owens. <laughs> yes, it did. Kevin Owens, who said he did not attack Big E. Strange. Mm. Yeah. Why would Biggie say that he did then? So I didn't hear this. <coughs> I thought I thought the attacker of Biggie last Tuesday was a, a bigger mystery. Yeah, and it was implied that it was Ziggler, but then Ziggler denied that. Mm-hmm. And then on on Raw on Monday, Kofi said Owens attacked Biggie last week, and I didn't know. I don't remember hearing that. Yeah. And now Owens is saying he didn't attack mm-hmm. Owens. But someone sent us a clip where, yeah, Big E's rolling around on the ground going, Who's Owens? Mm. Does sound like Owens. <laughs> Owens. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, so maybe this is like a maybe. I know I'm being crazy here. Maybe WWE is doing some sort of long term storytelling. Sami Zayn got attacked. Still don't know who attacked him. Big E got attacked. Now everyone's denying it. Are they doing some sort of long build for like a, I don't know, a Bray Wyatt or someone? Like, what's it for? I don't know. I, I know I'm being way too optimistic to think there's actually a point to all of this. Because I don't think there will be. I think the Sami Zayn one was just to write him out of the match. And I think the Big E one is because he's still injured. So they wanted to keep doing that. But I'm optimistic that this is actually going to lead to something. Mm. Maybe. So the thing that keeps getting me is how Sami Zayn was sacrificially hung right. up. And I guess Bray Wyatt would be an answer to that. I was thinking Alistair Black. Yeah. Because he keeps on talking about waiting for someone to come to Mm -hmm. him. So maybe he's going out and attacking people. And then what a great way to re-debut Alistair Black right into the WWE title picture. That'd be great. That would be amazing. That'd be absolutely class, yeah. I don't think that's what they're going to do. No, no, not at all. I think this is, I think Big E attacked himself. (laughs) He did it for The Rock. Or Xavier (laughs) attacked him. Oh, Some no. version where the new day turns heel on itself. Oh, it's not don't. what I want. No, that's terrible. It's what I think Vince McMahon wants to give us. Yeah, of course. Mm. Terrible. Um, so yeah, the show actually opened with like a video package <coughs> of uh, Ziggler attacking Kingston, and then Kevin Owens did his entrance, and the commentator said for about the first time of what would be about two hundred times this episode, it's the pay per view caliber main event match to kick off the show. They said that so many. Yeah, it's they've got their buzzwords. So much. Yeah, they got their buzzwords. Um, and then after <coughs> Owens does his entrance, got another video package of uh, Owens and the New Day story mm-hmm. being recapped mm-hmm. and the whole story they had of Owens joining and then turning here, which we already saw at Money in the Bank, but they're going to show us again anyway. Yeah, it, w- it was like, at least it wasn't raw. 
Because yeah. Raw took about an hour and 40 minutes before we got a proper match. That's true. So this only took 10 minutes. Yeah. So I was overjoyed with how <laughs> fast this sipped along. Yeah. I would have preferred it if they just came out and had a match. But that's just me. SmackDown is such is benefited tremendously by Raw being a buffer between it and AEW Double or Nothing. That's true. Otherwise, I'd be a lot more down on this SmackDown episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the yeah, Kofi came out. It was I, I would say a, a pay per view caliber match. It was good. It, look, it was. I thought it was a really good match, but I didn't invest in any of the drama. Not at all, because I didn't no. think Owens was going to beat him no. at all, because it's the opening match. Mm-hmm. And I've already seen Kofi beat him completely clean just eight days ago. Yep. So rather than it feeling like a big deal, it just felt like a copy and paste thing, just like the, the Shane McMahon segment from earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I did not buy into near falls, I guess, because mm. he did. Uh, Owens had a couple of good spots in this match where he did like, <coughs> um, he super kicked Kofi, who was hanging on the ropes onto the outside and then did a frog splash off the apron onto the outside. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then got him in afterwards. He kicked out with two. And then he did another frog splash from the top rope. And I was like, these are some really good spots. Like, this looks cool. But Owens isn't winning. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm not buying this at all. And then, of course, as is the case with every week of Raw and SmackDown, the ad breaks just kill it for me. I, I completely, I take myself out of matches. As soon as ad breaks hit, I am like, I'm gone out of these matches. It's so hard for me to get back into a match after I've seen an ad break. Because I'm like, well, I'm not seeing any wrestling anymore. Mm. I'm just, I'm sitting here and I'm bored now. It's it's the worst. So I yeah, you've got the shrink screen ad breaks the shrink screen in ads. SmackDown. Yeah. But you've also got the, yeah, like the and hard And then the, the hard breaks. ad breaks, yeah. I, um, I, I didn't notice that as much here. It mm-hmm. is a problem. And that's... It's not that wrestling has never had ad breaks. Wrestling has mm. ad breaks since as long as I've been watching it. But you're right, it's where WWE choose to put the ads. So rather than see the bits of the story you need to see to sort of invest in the drama of the match, that's where they take the ad break. Yep. Because while that is probably low-key the least interesting part of a match, because it's you know sometimes rest holds, sometimes back and forth, that they, they look at that and think, <coughs> oh, it's not crazy exciting. Let's cut that out. Mm-hmm. When really, they should keep it in because that's what you need to follow where everyone is. Exactly. And to invest in the finish that comes mm. and the near falls <coughs> and stuff. If we'd seen, or if we'd prob- properly seen Owens do his beatdown of Kofi in the ad breaks, then I probably would have been like, oh, this is like, this is really good. Oh, that was a close near fall and stuff like that. But. After I'm just seeing an opening bit where it's just a little bit back and forth, and then I see Owens hitting these big spots mm. and he's getting a near fall, I'm like, "Oh well, like, yeah. it's not not enough there." So it was it's a good TV match for sure. I wouldn't call it pay per view caliber. Pay per view caliber. Pay per view main event caliber, I should say. <laughs> um, Carmella and our truth were shown sneaking around backstage next. Why does Carmella have to be carried piggyback style? She's Surely small. that would slow truth down yeah but don't you understand she's a lady she can't run as fast her as a man to, her knee hurts from money in the bank oh is that, was that actually explained no, right no you just yeah. chatting um <laughs> but they they hide in a room from drake maverick mm-hmm. i love drake maverick yeah but i think he can easily take him out backstage yeah. especially when carmella's there too former united states champion our truth not mm. that long ago might i add <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> that happened. Hey, hey, Pete, Pete. Mm. WWE has a billion combined social media <laughs> followers. How many do you have, All Elite Wrestling? Stupid t-shirt company. 
a billion social media followers. I wonder how many of those are unique, though. Because mm. that's combined over, what was it, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. A lot of those are going to be the same kind yeah. of people. So I think that's a little bit inflated. And also, isn't that across like all of their Twitter accounts as well? Like, not just WWE Twitter uh. accounts, but I think it's their, the superstars' Twitter accounts as well, including their sets. That would make they sense. Li- they like big numbers. Hey, yeah, they're in the promotion game. I mean, really, that's probably 679 million. But they've WrestleMania <laughs> yeah, it, it and yeah, Absolutely, rounded yeah. up the attendance figures. I've yeah. just written Russian bots. They exist. Yeah, yeah, totally that. <coughs> then we got probably my favorite thing on the show, mm-hmm. because how could it not be? Daniel Bryan cut a promo. Uh, Brian and Rowan came down to the ring to talk about SmackDown's non-existent tag division to Kayla Braxton, the lady who cruelly snatched a microphone away from a girl, <laughs> from, a child. from a young child the previous <laughs> night. No heat for her whatsoever. No, definitely not. Um, and Rowan was... He's not a promo guy. No, he's really not. I don't get why. Just have him... He's a lot more scary just there saying nothing. Yeah. But he's considerably less scary when he says, knock, knock. Yeah. Why is he cutting knock, knock jokes? Knock, knock. Who's there, says Kayla Braxton. The SmackDown tag division, says Rowan. And Kayla says, the SmackDown tag division who? And then Rowan laughs. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So it's not even like a threatening Monster Kane style thing. No. It's just him trying to be goofy he shouldn't be a goofy guy. No, that's like something that the New Day would say. Yeah. Not Rowan. And then but... make fun of how bad that joke is. Exactly, yeah. See, that's the thing. I laughed at that joke because I'm a terrible person mm. and I appreciate terrible, terrible humour. But that I shouldn't be laughing along with Rowan and Brian. Like, that's not, that's not the best use of someone like Rowan who's big and intimidating and has a very intimidating voice. If they're going to make him talk... Make him say intimidating things. Mm. The brief time when the Bludgeon Brothers did their little down is up, up is down promo type things. I I liked Luke Harper in it. And then I listened to Roan and I was like, oh my God, I'm scared listening to Roan. Like he has a really deep, intimidating voice. Don't use it for knock knock jokes. Zingers. <laughs> Zingers, yeah. It makes no sense to me, but. Give, give that, Dean, <coughs> that uh, John Moxley, Chris Jericho podcast a listen mm. because he does talk about just how out of touch Vince is with humour that connects yeah. in, in 2019. That and that, that, this of stunk of it. Yeah. Um, but Brian just carried on. He was like, yeah, sure, whatever, Rowan. Uh, let me cut a very good promo. <laughs> and they're in Oklahoma. And he's like, Oklahoma, you're rubbish. You yeah. have fracking here. Mm-hmm. You have fracking to the extent where there are more earthquakes now than in California, which is on a tectonic freaking plate. And, and the crowd like, boo don't you say anything bad about our fracking, which is poison our water supplies <laughs> and destroying our infrastructure. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's how good he is. It's, <coughs> I don't understand. He's like, you get more earthquakes. And the crowd cheered yeah. for earthquakes. It's like the roller coaster of the globe. Whoa. <laughs> They're fun. <laughs> I've never been in one. Uh, the So, Brian said... They're the Planets Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to get different belts, but they've they, still got the blue ones. I thought they teased they were going to have different belts because I, th- I thought when they first won them, they said, we're going to go away and make new belts. Yeah. I, was, I was literally, they said very straight up, just like, we will have new belts soon. 
but apparently not. They've still got leather, mm-hmm. and no one's called them out for being a hypocrite this time yet. Um, <coughs> this brought out heavy machinery, which I like as a as a thematic touch. Mm-hmm. I like heavy machinery's theme uh, as they come out. It's very industrial. Lots yes. of tung tung like metal sounds and stuff like that. It's like yeah, that's cool. That I I can dig that. It really works with the content of what Brian just said. Combined with Heavy Machinery's look and their theme and stuff. It worked. Yeah. Worked really well. Um, and they came out, but then Tucker ruined all that oh, thematic promise God. with the line, As much as we love having fun, it's time to get down to some serious blue-collar business. Mm-hmm. It's the same line as uh, Lucha House Party from Wego when the commentators used to say they, they used to love having fun. Love having fun. Who doesn't like having fun? Having fun is fun. That's what makes it fun. That makes no sense. It's infuriating. Anyway, they the, kind of just they just walked away after that. This segment just ended. Yeah, there was no beatdown, um, was there? Because uh, no, it wasn't any beatdown or anything. But the one thing I did like about this was when Tucker did say, "As much as we love having fun, oh, it's just screams of like you just goes, yeah, off mic, <laughs> which I really enjoyed. I just like seeing Otis do that. Otis um, didn't really say anything here though, apart from that off mic. No, and uh, he he just said, uh, what was it? He said, "As much as we love having fun." Time to get down some blue collar business. We want to take the tag team titles or something like that. And then Otis just kind of said, "Yes, that is what we want to do." He didn't really say anything. Didn't add anything mm, to it. Title, title. Yeah, pretty Brian much. Munchkin. This is, yeah. This is what we're going to do, Tucky, etc. Um, so you then, excited about that feud? Heavy um, machinery, Brian and Rowan. Depends what you call excited. I, I'm more <laughs> excited for it than a lot of other things in WWE. I think it could be very Relatively good. Relatively excited. Yeah, I'm yeah, <laughs> in the WWE scale, I am excited for it. Um I uh, I mean obviously they're not going to be fighting at Super Showdown because Brian's not going to be going. Um but what's the one after that stomping grounds? Is that the one after? I assume it probably happened there. I think it could be a really good match, and I hope it is. I hope they're given enough time to work a good story into it because I think it could be one very funny um, but two, it could also show how good heavy machinery are. They, they might, you know, wow the crowd, and it might actually get them over. It might make them stars, um, which I'm looking forward to. But having said that, I don't think it probably will be, and it's probably not going to be great. Yeah, I don't but, think heavy machinery are a revival-style team no. where you give them a long match and they get over. They're, they're a spot-based comedy team. Mm. I've never seen anything of them to say they're, they're a legit in-ring good Tag team. That's fair. Um, and I look at this. I was initially excited about Brian becoming tag team champion. I thought there was a lot of stuff they could do there. And I feel like this is bringing Brian down now mm-hmm. rather than Brian elevating a division, which is where I thought it was going to go. Yeah. So I'm not as high on this as and I could be. When, the, when they're the champions <coughs> and they bury the entire division, how are you going to make a star of that? It's them just being like... Well, we're champions now. Yeah, it's literally just like them having the titles and just saying, well, I guess we have no challenges now because we're obviously the best ones, so I guess we'll just wait around Mm. or whatever. Like, they're not being stars. They're not doing anything good with it. They're just there, Yeah, which is not great. Um, After this, we got Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville in in the backstage area. Mandy Rose is on front of a magazine cover. Muscle and fitness. Her. Which is... Enough to build an entire women's subplot around. Male matches. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying men's matches, male wrestlers, seem to be on the front covers of magazines all the time. And Mm -hmm. sometimes they're mentioned. But it never plays into a storyline. Never, ever. At the most, 
it plays into a little backstage skit for a bit, but it never plays into the actual wrestling side of things. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just that it's it's not like gratuitously sexist, but it's a it's a low key unconscious misogynist way of thinking that is going to isolate female fans from your product. Absolutely. When, oh, you got to be on a magazine. It's it's just like the old Vince mentality of you're a Playboy centerfold. But he it, can't say that anymore. No, exactly. So you're on the front of cover of a magazine. Yeah, it's literally. You're so that. pretty. <laughs> yeah. That's how you bring value to the world. <laughs> and and that was what this was as well. And I understand for Mandy's character, it makes sense for her to gloat about it. I'm on the front cover of a magazine. Isn't that great? And she can show off all the magazines and say, "Look, I'm a muscle fitness. Aren't I amazing? Everyone should read this because I'm on it, etc." That's fine. That makes sense for her character. But to then have that play in to, and they could use that to then set up a match. If they had a backstage segment where she was being too annoying, and then they found Ember Moon, which is what happened, gave her the magazine. She said, "Go away. I'm trying to read." And then she was like, "No, you should really read this." And annoys her. She's like, "Fine. Let's have a match. Fine. Then that's it." But no, <laughs> they didn't do that. They took the Muscle and Fitness magazines, they found Emma Moon, gave more to her, Emma Moon went, and then sat there reading a book, and then it was Mandy Rose versus Carmella. <laughs> I just, what? yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so it's uh, Emma Moon versus Mandy Rose match now. Yeah. No. No, it was a rematch from last week. Yeah. It's which wasn't baffling. like this epic encounter that deserved retelling. That was like a one minute match last Tuesday. Yeah. The, yeah, I completely agree. This Emma Moon stuff is ridiculous as well. Because they go up to her. They're there being all cool with their <laughs> magazines. You know, all the kids the with their is. magazines these days. Mm-hmm. And Ember Moon's sitting on top of a production crate and she's reading a book. Mm-hmm. Like she's writing a in book report for school. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what is... Is this a, an, an interesting book? Because I saw, I glimpsed the front cover mm-hmm. and it kind of looked like maybe a Dungeons and Dragons yeah. fantasy style thing. I thought, well, you know, that makes sense for her yeah. character. It's what she's interested in. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's a nice way to bring her personality through on TV. No, it was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> I just don't understand. It was so I lame. I can't, I can't give you an answer to it. I don't know. Why? What? You know where that works? If Finn Balor's reading that. <laughs> that's a funny <laughs> joke cool. yeah that's funny but I don't know why Ember Moon would be it's it's like I mean maybe Vince thinks that's still current yeah maybe yeah I like I said <coughs> I, I have no answer I'm speechless to this because I, I don't understand but then it gets even worse though with the magazine stuff because it doesn't stop no. it doesn't just go here's a backstage segment and that's it then we have Mandy versus Carmella and the, the match goes for too long it was already it went about two minutes too long um, and the finish came when Sonia Deville came on the apron, held up the magazine and said, "Look!" pointed at Carmella and said, look, it's Mandy Rose on the magazine. And Carmella just apparently is now distracted, even though she knows the magazine's there and she's on it. And then uh, Mandy rolls her up, which is, of course, the best finisher in the entire women's division. Oh, yeah. The roll-up. Protects everyone. Yeah. I, I, don't, know. <coughs> I don't know what to say about this match. Yeah, it was lame. Really um, bad. I just don't get why you're not using Ember Moon. Like, She's I, right there. Yeah, I forgot that Ember Moon was on SmackDown, and then I saw her, and I was like, oh, it's against Mandy Rose, but at least we'll see Ember Moon wrestle, yep. and maybe, heaven forbid, have a storyline for the first time <laughs> since coming up to the main <laughs> roster. 
but nothing. No, uh, then nada. we got Truth being chased backstage. This was peppered throughout the night. Former WWE champion <laughs> Jinder Mahal trying to ambush him mm-hmm. and then got beaten by a, a bonk to the head. So, you know, that um, happened. Then Alistair Black cut another promo in his darkened room, mm-hmm. which I thought was one of the best ones he's delivered. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say, yeah. For, for the character that they're trying to do with him, I think it works really well. I just don't like the character that they're doing for him because he seems a bit... It's all, It's too Bray Wyatt for me. He seems a bit, like, psychotic. And it was when he was saying... He de- he delivers his lines really slowly, uh, which can work, and it's a really good, like, style to do it. But then towards the end, and he starts, like, smiling, mm. and then he's saying just, like, I'm waiting for someone to pick a fight with me! And it's all, like, really, like, psychotic and weird. It's like, okay, uh, you kind of lost me a little bit there. If you just ca- kind of kept it serious and just, like, I'm waiting for someone to pick a fight with me, and it just kind of faded out like that, I think that would probably be better. You see, when you That's delivered those two versions... I was more excited by well, the, yeah, the one with I'm, intonation. I'm, I'm not. Do, I'm not actually cutting a promo yeah. right now. But uh, yeah, it, I, I for the character they're doing, he's delivering it very well. I just don't agree with the character. I, I like the delivery. I, I I liked it at the end, it, mm-hmm. just because all the other four have merged into it's just true. a black room. Yeah. But this one I thought was at least had something. I don't think he's stepping on Bray Wyatt's toes either, especially considering how down that rabbit hole Bray's gone. Yeah, not current Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Old Bray Wyatt, sorry, I should have uh, clarified. And then we got the Shane McMahon Appreciation Night. Good God, I don't want to talk about that again. Oh, man. Uh, then tea time for two. <sighs> the Mega Blondes, Lacey Evans and Charlotte, drink tea backstage because Lacey Evans is a sassy Southern belle and they're sharing tea. Someone said on Reddit that... Charlotte is so unlucky. All she wants is to have tea with people. But they keep turning <laughs> yeah. on her. That's what happened with Becky. Yeah, it's such a good spot. <coughs> and um, this turned into Bailey versus Lacey Evans, which we've already talked about a bit. Yeah. Um, Charlotte was on commentary for it. They had a pretty okay match. I like Lacey in the ring, actually. I'm surprised by how much I enjoy her little spots. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got a few... You know the the dabbing of the, mm-hmm. the dabbing of the, the <laughs> oh, thing. No, you didn't. Uh, the the slingshot elbow. I yeah. like some of the bits she does, mm-hmm. but she is a if if she was a male wrestler, that's a mid card act. Absolutely, and you would never get beyond mid card because it's not a proper three dimensional character. She's like um, I want to say Elias in the she's got a good character. And I think she has a couple good spots. Like Elias has a really good like uh, knee lift mm, strike. Yeah. Looks really cool. Um, and Lacey Evans has a couple cool moves. But he's not. He won the twenty four seven championship. He's not. You know, he's not main event caliber. Nor should he be. And I don't think Lacey is that level either. I think she's very comparable in that sense. She's got decent in ring work and a solid <laughs> character. But that's it. Like, yeah. There's nothing spectacular about it. Yeah. Um, Bailey. Bailey took her to a quite a good match. But mm-hmm. Bailey punched Charlotte who was on commentary, which I thought was pretty cool yeah. because it was the baby face showing some aggression for a change. Yeah, nice. Uh, and then Bailey got in the ring. Lacey rolled her up. The referee sort of missed a bit of a visual pin. I don't know if it was a full three count. Bailey reversed. Referee saw one, two, three. Yeah. Uh, Bailey sort of scampered away. And then the Mega Blondes imploded. Mm-hmm. Charlotte yeah. and Lacey scuffled. So because Charlotte had chased <coughs> Bailey into the ring after Bailey had punched her, um, the referee didn't count Lacey's roll-up because Charlotte was still in the ring kind of being like, 
wanting to chase after Bailey. Eventually, after Charlotte got out of the ring, that's when Bailey countered the roll up, and then she got her win over Lacey. So Lacey was thinking probably like Charlotte yeah. screwed me because yeah. she she would have won otherwise. So yeah, they implode. Um, Lacey attacks her from behind. Charlotte gets a big boot on her, and then they both with no shoes with no shoes. Um, does that make it more or less impactful? I guess less if it's less. if you've got a heel there. She was wearing heels oh, yeah, before. If she, yeah, if she's wearing heels. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking for no, wrestling wait, wait, boots. Let me just take off my shoes so no. I don't hurt you as much. Sorry, I don't like feet. You don't like feet? You don't like feet? No. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so... At least I prefer that to you just going, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like feet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Charlotte hits her with a big boot. They both kind of stand up and then stand on the ropes, looking across from each other, being mm. like, grr. Um, so hopefully... Vince probably sees that and thinking, SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah. SmackDown champion versus Raw champion. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping this is the last of the two blondes together for yeah. now, um, which is a shame because Charlotte had just debuted her new gimmick of being lacy. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, ho- hopefully that's just um, that's to the end of them now. Lacey can go over to Raw and be Lacey on Raw, and Charlotte can stay on SmackDown and be Lacey on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, women's division feels really weak again. Yeah, it does. Surprising how Ronda left, and they weren't spending as much money on it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they slipped back into their old bad ways. Huh, shocking. Uh, then we got a bunch of Super Arabia stuff crammed into a 10-minute promo package montage. Undertaker's going to be on Raw. Yep. I wonder if Goldberg will be. Well, they like have as a, a surprise they have a, entrance. They don't do surprises anymore. What are you mm. on about? They'll announce that ahead of time. They need to get ratings. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to be on Raw ahead of Super Arabia next Friday. They did a different Randy Orton versus Triple H video package, which I thought was pretty cool. I mean, the video packages are always excellent in I, WWE. I, I've put it twice in my notes for this episode. God, WWE can really do video packages, mm. can't it? Because they did the Shane one was amazing really cool loved it and it worked great for a heel character it's a shame i really don't like shane and he's not as good as the video package makes him out to be and i know that but whatever this one it's such a shame that there's no story for triple h and orton because there's such a good story to be told and we've just not seen any of it from all the history that they have and all the <laughs> the fights and everything that's happened with them with the evolution and then breaking up and all the things they've done since and like uh randy Orton being part of the authority and stuff like that there's so much story for them to go off and nothing. Nothing's mm. been done. They're just like, here's a video package. Done. I don't <laughs> mind it. I'd, I'd prefer this than Randy Orton and Triple H actually building a feud on TV. I guess that's true, because I'd much rather that time go to something else. But yeah. then again, I'd rather this match just doesn't happen. It's Yeah, it's a Super Arabia show. It's a, it's a one-off special exhibition match, mm-hmm. which won't play into anything in the long run. So. No. I'm fine with how they've promoted it. And then it's just a one and done. Yeah. Uh, And then we got that WWE.com promo from last week Mm -hmm. where Finn Balor said the doctors didn't clear him after Money in the Bank. Uh, He wasn't even smiling. That's how serious this was. Finn Balor's lost his smile. And then it cut back to Andrade. And Andrade said, I'll beat you at Super Arabia. Yeah. Bless Andrade. (coughs) He's trying his English. Mm. And honestly, he's got quite a good voice when he talks. So hopefully, if his English does improve and he keeps cutting these promos, hopefully he'll turn into a really good promo. Yeah, in time, or in future, you just have or Selena Vega. You just do it. have Selena Vega do it. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm being Vince in this because now she's just standing there. <laughs> yeah, she's just going. Yeah, and that's not the best use of her. 
the best use of Andrade is to wrestle. Yeah. The best use of Vega is to cut promos and cheat yeah. and do that Hurricane Rana thing she always does. Oh, beautiful. Especially Just the spike that, one. And together, they are greater than the sum of their parts. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Uh, I don't know. But, but Vince sees them and said, no, I want you to be the complete package and I want you to be the complete package. It's difficult. Makes no sense. <clears throat> and then we got the main event of Reigns and Truth beating mm. McIntyre and Elias. And, and the recap of Firefly Funhouse before that. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. You know, I don't even whatever. write that down anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I gave it a smack bang in the middle. What did you give it? I, n- I never reviewed um, Smackdowns. I would give it... What's two out of five? Is it Smackdowner? Smackdowner. Yeah. Smackdowner, yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll be honest with the people at home. I don't watch Raw and Smackdown all that often. Normally, I'll catch some highlights if there's something good happens. I'll watch some YouTube clips and stuff like that. It's the first time I've watched a full episode in a long time. I don't regret <laughs> missing episodes. It's I not was not very uh, entertained. It was. You're not it was, sports entertained. I was not very sports entertained. It was fine. But let's have some su- 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 super chats yes, from Randy Andy Datsun. Let's hope that this is okay now. Let's try it. People said it did it when I was on camera, so I'll just talk for a second and then see what people say. Um, but some people are suggesting that why isn't Becky Lynch uh, taking the WrestleTalk magazine out into the uh, ring and she yeah. she's on the cover. Yeah, she should be. Absolutely. Yeah. Honestly, I'll take everything back I said about the muscle and fitness stuff if they do exactly the same thing, but with Becky Lynch and the WrestleTalk magazine. Yeah, I mean, who would fine. who would promote a magazine so much? I don't know. Who would do it? Genuinely, I don't know. Who would do it? And Not then also go to wrestletalk.bigcartel.com to order this and also pre-order the WrestleTalk Almanac for this year that's that's available. Apparently, I sound perfect. Also, your comment brought out all the foot fetishists. Uh, oh, apparently, no. uh, Asuka has cute, tiny feet. Please stop. <laughs> so, Kratos' forgotten son starts us off. He says, I think MJF's my new favourite heel. I'm looking forward to seeing his future. Definitely. Yeah, it, I'm just so excited to see new talent mm-hmm. that can cut promos. Yeah, yeah. What a shocking concept that one is. Uh, Bonza, uh, no, sorry, Maxman475 says, Hey guys, I live in Australia and work overnight. I'm always pumped when the Wrestle Ramble comes on. Oh, that's yeah. good. We're pumped that you're here. A company through those. Bonza Ray nights. says, Elias got his first title win in WWE tonight. Mm. They are finally building stars. <laughs> yeah. That 24 7 title is a star maker. It really is. Look at Robert um, Rude. <laughs> Luke Owen has uh, slid into my DMs to say, It wasn't when you were on the camera, it was the camera. There you go. It right. The... Okay, cool. Thank you for Luke for sorting that. Uh, Cactuar Cloud says, uh, Battle of the Blondes will keep Charlotte off the title scene, so maybe Ember gets a shot at Bailey, or will there be Champs versus Blondes tag again? What, like uh, another... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think this is probably building to a Charlotte-Lacey match. Mm, but I hope not. But then, like, one of them would have to turn face. Like, that That would be certain... Heel versus heel... I've never very rarely seen works. it work. I've seen it work. <coughs> well, no, not strictly heel versus heel. I've seen there was the SummerSlam 2017 match, I want to say, which was the Fatal 4-Way with Lesnar, Joe, Reigns, and Strowman, mm. I think. And Joe, Strowman, and Lesnar were all heels. And Reigns was going through a bit of a uh, at the time. So they were basically all heels, apart from one which was a bit 
blurred. And Strowman was a bit tweener as well at the time. As was Joe after the match with Brock. That's true. Uh, yeah. From Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire, which was actually a really good show. Mm-hmm. Terrible name. Um, but uh, that one, super loved it, super invested in it. And all of them, none of them were out and out baby faces, mm. which I think it worked really well. But that's an exception. <laughs> that's not a common thing. Lazy versus Charlotte would not work. You can put the magazine down. No, like. I'm promoting yeah. the Redstone magazine. Sean Turner, who's one of Ollie's favourites. Idea, bring Sasha oh, back. Christ. Have her drop a pipe bomb and make it in the summer. Make it the summer of Banks. Make her the female CM Punk right after the Bailey Sting idea. Why not? Why not? Sure. What would Banks say summer in, in the, the pipe banks. bomb? Because it's already kind of been done by Punk over years of frustration and all that. So what would Banks say? So you just... To become the big star. put Charlotte in where where John Cena was. Mm. I like you, Charlotte. (laughs) I like you a hell of a lot more than a lot of the guys in the back. I hate this idea that you're the best. (laughs) It would be her irritating Boston. I wonder how much I can do of that promo. I hate this idea that you're the best. Best. Because you're not. Because you're not. I'm I'm the best. I'm the the best in the world. In this, in that ring. That's later. That's later. On commentary. Even on commentary. Even a commentary. <laughs> Nobody can touch me. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, the Grizzly Gentleman says, WWE fans since 94 can't do this anymore. Sterile, insulting product. No heart or passion. Ever going to change. Would you still watch it if it wasn't your job? No, I wouldn't. I'd watch highlights, I think. I would watch, just, I would uh, watch pay-per-views. I, yeah, yeah, I'd watch pay-per-views and I'd keep up to date with what's happening. Yeah. But I wouldn't watch the shows. I'd listen to... Because I went through a long period in the early teens not watching WWE. Because I was like, Die Hard, Impact, TNA as it was back in the day. Mm. Or indie wrestling. Because I was at the first shows of progress. Don't I don't bring that up that much. <laughs> and I... I would just listen to the Solomonster podcast, and I would so I'd know all the storylines going on and all the backstage news, but yeah. never had to sit through it. Oh. That's when it was two hours long. Oh crikey! Well, you could do what I did. I went through a period. I think it was from Mania thirty to thirty-one, or maybe it was a different year. Can't remember. Fell out of wrestling for like a little while, uh, and I just watched WrestleTalk videos. That's all oh, I did. Pete, you stole my line. I'm um, sorry. Steve Winyard says, "Have you seen Talkies Jericho Moxley Barry's WWE?" I've listened yes. to Talk is Jericho. <laughs> I haven't seen Talk is yes. Jericho. It's a good podcast, just like the rest of Ramble. Mm, uh, Karate like Cat says, Hey from New Jersey. I've been a fan for a couple of years now. Keep up the good work, guys. Heart emoji. Thank you Thanks, very much. Karate Cat. <coughs> uh, Brad Grove says, Did you see the support Wrestle Talk and Save Us Triple H signs in the crowd during the Kevin Owens and Kofi segment on mm-hmm. SmackDown? Saw the support Wrestle Talk one. Yeah, I didn't saw the trips support, one. Support uh, keep one. making wrestling fun to watch, fellas. Thanks, Frame. Thank much. you very much. Jobber JJ says, The quest for Drake Maverick continues to find truth. Truth, truth. Oh, truth. truth. Yeah, he's on the quest for truth. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That, the yeah. truth is out there. The truth will set you free. Did, mm. you, did you know? Um, sorry, I just jumped a bunch of people. That's Ryan fine. F says, I'm from Oklahoma, so I got a kick out of the digs. Literal digs. Like ah. digs right into the center of the earth mm. that's slowly damaging your Deep community. oil drilling. <laughs> nice. Uh, Javier Reyes, 405, says, I feel like Kofi should be main eventing SmackDown. He is the world champion after all. But it was a world, it was a championship pay-per-view caliber match, wasn't it? Um, I mean, he has main evented the the vast majority of SmackDown so far. Yeah. Uh, and there was nothing on this show that I thought was like, well, that should have been the main event. 
Like everything was just kind of like middling. Mm. Like the the Roman tag match wasn't main event worthy. I wouldn't say like the the best thing on the show was the Kofi uh, Owens match, which could have gone on the main event, but like <coughs> it doesn't. That's the same as what's been happening. And sure, he's a WWE champion, and that should generally main event the show. But then like. There's there's nothing else that even comes close to that. I think there's no main event angles they've got right now. <laughs> I, I strange. I I don't mind what they did just because you set up the main event in the Shane segment, mm-hmm. and then I I think as a close to the show, the truth winning back the title is actually very good. So I yeah. I, I I stand by their idea. Yeah. You know the Argo line. It's the best bad idea we've got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Degenerate Forever eighty four says opinions on what Moxley said in Jericho's podcast. Just fascinating, and and it's what we suspected all along yeah. that he was very creatively stifled there. He hated coming to work and doing the hokey s word for as long as he did, and just really interesting stories about how the wrestlers have to treat Vince and how Vince has this magical power to convince a lot of people that what they're doing is good and worth doing mm. and I, I think he genuinely believes that as well yeah. absolutely he does yeah I'm very much looking forward to listening to it uh, Jobber JJ <coughs> says why are wrestlers blocking you guys on Twitter I think it's probably a response to Baron Corbin blocking blocking uh, Luke Luke Ryback's blocked me yeah I don't know who I'm blocked by because I don't search people I'm I'm blocked by Baron as of today I found mm-hmm. that out um, which found is him. which is a shame because I'm I'm talking about how over pushed he is I actually always say I like Baron's wrestling and I think he's a fun promo, but he just shouldn't be in four segments every week and wrestling for the universal title. We're not following that your your tweet to him. Hmm? Cuz you tweeted you tweeted him ah, one of your silly tweets. Maybe it was. Could have been or it could have been, you know when he responded to Wrestle Talk about he, he may have just when, looked when in our he, bio and seen yeah, who's the main people on there. Exactly, but did block me. Yeah, I'm not blocked. Well, so. Randy Orton blocked me from out of nowhere. <laughs> he did. Because I used true. to make fun of him having baths instead of <laughs> coming to work. Um, Frederick Ernegren. Oh, this is he's from Sweden. So hello, fellow Steven. Swede. Uh, how 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 happy are we over the fact that Luchasaurus is now all elite? Yeah, he was one of the standouts of Double or Nothing. He was very physically impressive, and he's got a great look. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Mars is scary. Zach Lintner says, need more housemate Hyman. Housemate uh, Hyman will housemate be back uh, on, on Screen Grapple. He will, And yes. also we're doing some Screen Stalker stuff as well with him and Laurie, so mm-hmm. uh, he, sh- he shall be featuring on the Expanded Universe. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Bryant Hoyt says, Bailey beat Charlotte for Raw Championship and beat her WrestleMania and now Money in the Bank. Do you buy Bailey having Flair's number? Um, that's a story they could tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll probably forget about Pretty it. Pretty sure yeah. Charlotte's beaten Bailey plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, sorry, just a quick one. Um, we were talking, talking about people facing each other. How many times do you think Baron Corbin has faced Finn Balor since they've both been on the same roster? I'm talking main shows and house shows. That hasn't told me this yesterday, so, so I, I, I two, already know the answer. Years. Is it two years? Yeah, worth? I guess so two or three years. Uh, on TV, not house shows. No, and, and house shows. And house shows. Yeah, oh, I geez. already know the answer. I'm going to say 72. 92. I was going to say 98, and I thought mm. that's too high. Well, they yeah. were guessing the like, 50s and 60s. Yeah. Yeah, it's 92. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it's absurd. Uh, Draws Walker 9 says, W need to make current champs mean something. 
Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. yeah that's uh, yep. not a hot take, that one. Victor Rivera says, I have an illness and the only remedy is more Andy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you're hitting on me, which I'm fine with. The, the <laughs> option is death yeah. in that choice. Uh, Jeb Sonnen says, you are not Luke. Wait, wait a second. Well spotted. <laughs> you told me you were, Luke. <laughs> well. We better go check in some cupboards. I can't um, see, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm medically blind. <laughs> Chris Fitzgerald says, will rating go down if Vince has Brockwin his cash in? And and if so, do you think they'll go down far enough uh, to where they take the title off him quickly rather than having him hold it hostage again? No, I think he'll hold it till SummerSlam yeah. if, he, if he cashes in at Super Arabia. Yeah, which... I Roman think he might because uh, he's um, they've announced his appearance at the show, right? But he doesn't have a match. Yeah. So uh, small Cash Afro it. games, which is Jaron Walker, because Luke's not here to say it. Uh, when Andy turns his camera on, there's massive echo. That was earlier, but it's, it's cool. fine now. Right, Thank you cool. for that. Uh, Dustin Pilon Pilon says, "I missed Ali this week. No call outside promo." Yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's, well. there's plenty Christ. of people who are not getting TV time that could be getting TV time because you've got two shows to tell your stories on. Mm. Yep. Uh, Llewellyn Isaac says, Kevin Owens claimed he didn't attack Big E. Like Big E said, Big E working... Uh, like, sorry, like Big E said, Big E working for, with Ziggler for a heel turn. Zig and E do have history, as we mentioned last and week. And AJ Lee they comes do. back. Yeah, yeah, AJ Lee comes back. CM Punk comes back after that as well with yeah. AJ Lee. Yeah, it all works. Yeah, perfect. Big E gets the old... The old single the old it. Serena single it comes back. Well. Start, starts doing the, the five uh, count gimmick. Yeah. Luke Gallows is there. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tim Ar- Arnt. Art oh, was it Arnt? Arnt. Tim Arnt. Yeah. Uh, as I thought. Uh, just thought of a way to get nuclear heat at Super Arabia. Baron pins Seth in three seconds. <laughs> and on the next Raw, he trashes the Universal title to bring back the spinner belt. That's <laughs> one way of doing it. Yeah, not even have Brock do it. That would be... Honestly... I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't mind it because it would be so funny. Mm-hmm. It would provide me no. with so much entertainment. It should be. It shouldn't be a spinner belt though. It should be. No, it should a, be a Baron a belt, Corbin belt. A belt with a waistcoat. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Perfect. Mm. A cummerbund. Mm. Mm. Uh, Javier Reyes again says at least Baron isn't on both shows. For now. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. he he is though in spirit because it's that it's that Baron Lashley McIntyre Elias Shane and Sami Zayn sometimes it's that group yeah. of people who are just aggressively mid card it's like beige you know when something's so boring <laughs> that they start to annoy you and you're like but there's nothing about you why are you annoy me so much yep yeah it's basic exactly that. <gasps> they're basic they're basic do you know what sign language is for basic. Really? You're basic. Uh, Tomo <coughs> says, I feel like I would fit perfectly sitting in the middle. Anyway, I think Tomo. I know who uh, attacked Tammy, Zayn and Big E. None other than Bailey Sting. <laughs> I love you guys. I love me as well. <laughs> that would be the only payoff that makes sense. I would love Bailey Sting. I don't think I, I've mentioned my Bailey Sting stance because I don't think I've been on a podcast mm. yet. Bailey Sting's great. It should definitely happen. Okay. Well, you just said Baron Corbin should beat Seth Rollins. In three <laughs> I did, seconds. yeah. Ollie, you have to pr- help me pronounce this name. It's something. It's like it's like Ollie's surname. No, Laurie's surname, and then it's like a woodworking mm. guy. Yeah, no. Who? What? What could that possibly oh, be? Oh, like um, Blaine. Yeah. A woodworking guy. Yeah. Woodcutter. Blaine yeah. Woodcutter. Blaine Woodcutter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blaine yeah. Woodcutter says, "Not even Chopper Pete and Randy Andy can escape the mid-card presenter vortex of 
Olive oil Danish. Oh, Ooh, shots fired. Shots fired right there. Shot fired Ooh. from Bradley Treeman. <laughs> Johnny Ace Gaming says, I think Biggie's re-injury is a... Do, do you think Biggie's re-injury is a punishment for all the tweets? About no, AW? I think he's still no. injured. Yeah. Yeah, like, and, they, and they just had him on TV. Yeah, I mean, he was scheduled to be out for months and months and months. So yeah. when they At said he was three, coming back, you know, I was like, there's no months. way he's already... You know, yeah. wasn't cleared. it until like 2022, according no. to superstar Billy Graham? <laughs> oh, no, that, you know, that, that's what Biggie <laughs> tweeted that as a joke, and then lots of people, like some people, like some dirt sheets, actually thought, oh, okay, we'll report that then. <laughs> uh, not us. Steve Winyard says, what percentage chance someone like Sasha comes out and confirms what Moxley said about WWE? And uh, not right now, because I imagine she just wants to play it safe, yeah. just wait out your contract or whatever. If if you're in their situation, don't I wouldn't rock the boat. No. Yeah. Uh because like contracts and legal issues are just the worst. Yeah. And I mean, even if and when <coughs> Sasha does leave and does all the contract stuff, I don't think she'll be saying the same things as Moxley because she's not had the same kind of complete well, I guess she does have a very mm. similar shift of character, but it's not she's not doing hokey S word. Um, in the same kind of vein that Moxie does. She might have frustrations with no, the yeah, creative no. process and stuff like that. Yeah. But. No hokey S word like the uh, couple's therapy. Oh, Christ. Rocky Balboa says, Hey, Ollie, Pete, and Andy. Hello, Rocky. Hi, Rocky. Hey, Rocky. Tomo says, Guess what I'm giving you? That's right, money. Tomo. And then Friedrich Ernegrian says, and it's disappeared what about W starting a Twitter account for the 24-7 belt where we can get the title <coughs> side of things well they could add that to their social media followers yeah so, exactly yeah, then they get 1.1 billion be great Alistair Gammon says moustache break well, exactly. Do the next question. I'll Adam Daly bum, Live bum, says, bum, if Heavy Machinery bum, has a title bum, match bum, at Stomping bum, Ground, pay-per-view, they won't get cheered because because it's in Brian's home state of Washington. Washington. I wasn't listening. Yeah, no, I, not a clue. I have no idea what you just say. I was very distracted Heavy by Machinery the Heavy Machinery won't break. get cheered at Stomping Ground because it's, ah, okay. it's in Washington. Possibly. But mm. Brian's so good. Ah, oh, but yeah, he... He was a he baby face Washington. in Washington, and he, he said, you are educated. will be heels and not do any of their comedy ah. squads. Yeah, no, it won't work. Uh, Jeffrey Pridemore says, Shane versus the entire Samoan dynasty in a gauntlet match takes, on, takes all of SmackDown. Shane wins, of course, <laughs> best in the world. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kratos's Forgotten Son says, Screen Stalker shout out here. Great channel. What is Ollie, Chopper, Pete, and Andy's favorite movie and video game? Oh, okay. Shall I go first? Someone go on, do it. Favorite video game is Hogs of War. It of course is it is. The single greatest game of all time. Yeah. Uh, and movie. Harry Potter. Uh, Potter. No, uh, no, three. it's not. I don't. I think the Harry Potter films are way overrated. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord, yeah, Lord of the Rings, possibly. Sure. Uh, Which one? Uh, Hobbit Part Return two. of the King. Oh, the film that doesn't end. Nice. Mm. Uh, yeah, it should end about 20 minutes before it does. The 24-7 yeah. championship runs in in the version <laughs> I watched recently. Um, my favourite film is Kingsman the Secret Service because it's ridiculous and crazy. I love it. Ever? Yeah, I Ooh. love it. It's really, it's so stupid, but it knows it's stupid. And I love how crazy and wacky it is. I enjoy seeing, um, God, I've forgotten his name now, Colin Firth. 
I enjoy him just seeing murder a bunch of people in a church. Mm. Really, it's, 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 it's just fun. It's just a film I like to put on and just like, huh, this is fun. I like this. Um, favorite video game? Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky. <laughs> Our favorite game. movie? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. And favorite video game? Probably Zelda Ocarina of Time. That's a good shout. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, as a shout out to About Time, the uh, romantic comedy starring Rachel, what's her face? McAdams and Donald Gleason. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great film. Uh, Judas Black says Joey Ryan passed on AW. Is he going to WWE? Well, he also passed on WWE. So. Yeah, I don't know what's He's, going on with Ryan. Yeah. I thought he'd be a perfect fit for AW. Apparently not. No, I, th- <laughs> I think he just wants to keep doing his own thing, just be independent and go everywhere and do everything. Mm. So, you know, more power to him. Uh, we've got 10 more, so let's get through these. Mirage Desai says, Brock cashes in on Kofi as no big heel on SmackDown. Um, Kofi losing to anyone else would not be fitting. If he tries on Seth, I see it as a failed attempt on Seth winning <coughs> and taking the feud into SummerSlam. Ooh. And I, I, I think oh, Lesnar's no. cashing in on Rollins and yeah. Lesnar wins. I mean, Rollins has been feuding more with Lesnar than he has with yeah. Corbin. Yeah. So... Mm. Uh, Danny DeVito co- copying me and doing a prediction of what The uh, uh, Undertaker's uh, promo will be next week, which is just Goldberg will rest in peace. Yep. And that's it. Uh, Kratos' Forgotten Son. One last question for today, I promise. In regards to the World Just Talk magazine, is it still possible to buy the digital issues one to four? Currently, only five to nine are available digitally. Thank you, my friends. Um, yes, it is. But there's only so many products we can put up on that shop page. So we had to take those ones off. So we'll look into that. Send Andy an email. <laughs> Andy at WrestleTalk.com and I'll figure that out for you, Kratos. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Jeff Senzibor, Senzibal, Senzibar. For your generous donation. Cool stuff 9217 says Triple Threat Universal Title Match at Super Arabia. Triple threat. What Brock cashes in before the match starts? Guess so. Do a Rollins cash in like at Mania 31 for poetic justice. <laughs> That's don't a terrible do that. idea. Yeah, no. don't do that. Heist of the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fred Martinez Jr. says, R-Truth is by far the best European champion thus far. Long may, be, long may he reign. By the way, you keep wrestling fun and Texas loves you guys. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you we very much. Thank you, Texas. Texas. Yeah, thanks, Texas. Uh, Zach Lindner says, you've done an admirably, admirably acceptable job today. Thanks. Thank you. Was that directed at both of us? Uh, oh. Just me replacing Luke? It's the show. It's the show. Yeah, cheers, man. Uh, Hangman awesome. AJ Wilson says, please have Regal win the 24-7 title on NXT. <laughs> that would be brilliant. <laughs> that would be amazing. By I love accident. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone oh, will attack him. Oh, like, bugger. <laughs> Undisputed Era will like attack him, and then he'll fall on the champion yeah. and score a pinfall accidentally. Two more. Chris Fitzgerald says, WWE to AW confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, of course, it's Tomo says, God, I love me. Also, everybody in the chat, you guys are all right, I guess. I think that's probably because he keeps asking everyone to spam his name in the comments. Yeah, it didn't surprise me. Tomo Tomo Mania is running wild (laughs) in the the live. Someone who's thanks to me, I put him over. It's like I put you over, Pete. Thank you to uh, Rachel Hanover, who sent in um, a lot of Performance Center-based stats. 
So I thought you might find some of this very interesting. This, is, this means absolutely nothing to me. I'm a stats man. But it might mean something uh, to you. Uh. I was watching the Performance Center combine. You might be interested to know that Montez Ford has a 37.3 inch vertical leap. Uh, for reference, Lebr- uh, LeBron James. I'm glad you said leap. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was worried where that was going to go. Yeah, that, I think that was also a line from one of the Triple H chapters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, everyone already knew that I had an enormous member. An enormous leap. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James, for example, has arguably the most dominant act- uh, is arguably the most dominant active basketball player, and he has a 40-inch vertical wow. leap. And the average NBA player only has a 28-inch vertical leap. That's incredible. Yeah, well, I obviously... It's just a standing jump. How high can you go? Mm. How high can you get your feet up, whether it be right or the lowest point of your body? Yeah. Um, and I, but I didn't have any reference point. But to know that LeBron James is 40, that's insane. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the combine is all uh, it's almost six hours long. I'm just trying to find interesting things. Th- I think it's something they've done on uh, the network. It's basically just all like a behind the scenes thing mm. at the PC. I don't know. Is a combine a word for a a, a smush of stats? The network loads a lot of content. Let's like a honest. harvester? <laughs> I hear combine, I think harvester. <laughs> Um, <coughs> Bianca Belair and Rina Gonzalez can both deadlift 400 pounds mm. uh, Zia Lee placed third at 390 the old PC deadlifting record was 775 by Otis Dozovic wow oh, yeah, I, I always knew... a ton? I don't know no, no. Um, well I don't know so, what 770 pounds 775 pounds yeah so just let me find out what that is in kilograms because I, I... Not very good with pounds. Omar Palmaris shattered this record, easily deadlifting 800 pounds and holding it for multiple seconds. Bugenhagen placed second with 760 pounds. A lot of the stats are hard to explain if you don't watch. Oh, if you don't watch combines, dynamic press benches, agility drills, and the like. So apparently, it's a training thing. Yeah, I, ca- I was as you were talking. I thought, huh, it sounds like a kind of meat, doesn't it? Like a an Arnold or a classic, mm. an Arnold classic where everyone just does an Arnold various form of forms of strength. So 775 pounds is 350 kilograms, which is incredible. Um, however, what is the deadlift record? I think it's obviously way above that. Mm. WD are probably trying to sign that person. Oh, 463. So not massively over. Mm. Uh, well, it's, you know, almost a quarter more. <laughs> but interesting that they're that close to it. Hey, this lad, like, apparently did it with ease. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Scott, <coughs> Cor- uh, I'm going to say Corbett. It could be Corbett, but it's got double T, so mm, I can say it's mm. Corbett. Uh, it's emailed us in, hey, Luke, Ollie, and Laurie, but nothing for Randy. Firstly, great work on the show and keep up the consistent consistency. I'm an exercise psychologist, and while at university, we learned that exercise can be classified as a mindful act of planned movement aimed at improving one's health and fitness. While physical activities uh, are, well, try that again. While physical activity are acts that we perform while competing uh, completing daily tasks, not necessarily aimed at improving health and fitness, i.e. gardening or housework, they can be classified as physical activity, but not exercise. Therefore, walking can be classed as both exercise and a physical activity. Hope this helps clear things up or just make it more confusing. You've made it more confusing. <laughs> You've just said both. Yeah. You've just put us all on the fence. Yeah. I obviously topple one side of the fence. Yeah. And... Everyone else is well, entitled to their opinion. Fat people are useless and are just making excuses. They just need to exercise more. <laughs> but isn't that two people now who have said that while I may, I'm not wrong, 
<laughs> yeah, they, it's very clear. They've said I'm not wrong. Yes. They haven't said you're 100% right. No. But I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the aim, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's most, mostly just <laughs> what play we want from safe. life. <laughs> uh, next controversial topic, alarms. My girlfriend and I have this argument all the time, but I'm the one that sets multiple alarms. Never to extent of snoozing for one to two hours, but normally 15 minutes apart. Uh, not to do, but to decide if I want more sleep, then rush to get ready for work or be a normal person and get, get ready steadily. When we moved in together, she wasn't happy with my alarms constantly going off in the morning, especially mm. since I would normally have to get up for work earlier. So she was yeah. quick to put an end to all this nonsense. Now, I have one alarm, but keep snoozing it for extra sleep most mornings. I love you too. Goodbye. <coughs> Uh, did I tell you what happened um, the other weekend when my wife had left her? Like, because she, I'd say, quite stubbornly refused to set an alarm that would only go off Monday to Friday, even though her phone has the ability to do yeah, that. Yeah, you can turn it off Saturday. She Sunday. just says that's a lot of efforts and we'll just keep it on seven days a week. I, I, I don't know. I Honestly, I don't know. Surely just take the phone and do it for her. And I, she doesn't have to know. I did. She changed it back. But then that <laughs> the effort argument goes away i don't i don't know dude as i said i thought it was stubbornness that's bizarre and i think she's read a sleep stat where they say that you should wake up at the same time every day so maybe she's got but she's not getting up at the same time yeah i know it's an aspirational (laughs) stupid thing to think (laughs) but it came to her head a couple of i think it was either last saturday or the saturday before Mm -hmm. where the alarm had gone off and she was just sleeping through it but it woke me up and i had to get out of bed and go and turn it off and I was like, it, this has got to end now. Because that was it. I was awake after that. So it woke me up. I was. I wanted to lie in. So you baked it in a chili. <laughs> and you gave it and to I her. And fed it to her. And she's like, oh, this is a delicious chili. What have you put in it? And you're, Your phone. Your phone. <laughs> <laughs> now the alarm is going to go off inside of you all the time. <laughs> you're the crocodile from Pizza Pan. <laughs> or Scott Teneman from South Park. Yes. Yeah. Best episode. Best episode they've ever done. Uh, let's have this Rusev Hey. Rusev Hey. This comes in from Alex, who says, Hey, Ollie, Luke, and the team. Long time pod swafter. Uh, met you guys at MediaCon and proudly oh, told cool. you guys that. Anyway, I went to an unbelievable WrestleGate show this Saturday in oh, Nottingham. Fantastic. Wow, what a show. Saw you guys chatting with some people and didn't want to disturb you. Absolutely should have disturbed us. We are more than happy to be disturbed. Uh, unless we're talking to other people, of course. But come join the conversation. That's what happened to Progress. We got a group of like three people who didn't know each other. Yeah. Just having a big old chat. Big old chat. It was great. Uh, Hopefully catch you guys at another one. I managed to get a few pictures with Hangman Page himself and the awesome Rampage Brown, who is an awesome guy to chat to. Pics or it didn't happen. Are you guys going to be at more WrestleGate show? Uh, These are the pictures. Uh, Look at this little handsome chap here. Hey. Oh, I recognize that face. Adam Page, of course. And there he is with Rampage Brown. Yeah, Rampage, simultaneously a terrifying human being and a lovely guy. Who I'm just always terrified to speak to. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Legit. I've never really had a proper conversation with him. <laughs> I'm, I'm just scared of him. <laughs> at WrestleGate, we was, obviously we're quite cool. We were backstage. Um, and I kept wanting to go up and say, big fan of your work. Because I don't think I've ever met him before. Mm. Big fan of your work, this, that, and the other. But I genuinely was too scared. And... I've, I think I've spoken about this in the podcast before about the, the etiquette. If you're backstage at wrestling shows, you should shake everyone's hand. You, it's just a wrestling thing. Always shake people's hands the same way. Always wipe your feet before you get into the ring. 
But I feel like I'm bothering people when I do that. So I, I don't because I don't want to be an annoying fan that's walking up to people and getting in their way. And yet, then I think, oh, no, am I just drawing hate onto myself? Because I'm big leaguing everyone by not shaking anyone's <laughs> hand. <laughs> Walking around backstage being like, yep, no, I'm Wrestle Talk. I'm it's WrestleTalk presumptuous, isn't it? It's like, oh, shake my hand. <laughs> shake my hand, I'm Luke Owen. <laughs> I just, yeah, it I is just... your pleasure to meet me. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> and he said, we'll finish on a crap joke, and that's how we're going to end this podcast. Why... Uh, why did the Mexican kill his wife? Tequila! To kill her! To kill her! If you want to send an email in, it's luke at wrestletalk.com. That's luke at wrestletalk.com. Send in your Rusev Hayes, your general uh, your generalities, and your get-betters. We've actually got quite a few get-betters uh, to get through, so that is going to be something we're going to be doing uh, over the next couple of episodes. Uh, if you have seen Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and you're wondering what the heck is that post-credit sequence all about, well, your boy's here, because that's what I've been working on today. I've made the Luke Owen! <laughs> I've made a video uh, explaining what I think the post-credit sequence is although I think I'm I think that the second theory I have is probably more correct and I, mm. could have, I could have directly quoted the director on it but I found the quote too late because uh. I wrote it on the way home yesterday because I was too excited to, to write it um, but yeah go check that out over at Screenstalker right now uh, and we'll be back tomorrow with the NXT ramble that'll be myself and Laurie and then I believe myself and housemate Hyman are going to be doing the Saturday Ramble. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a weird it's been a weird couple of months. I feel like everyone's on holiday yeah. or bank holidays or weird pay-per-view shows that we have to come in on Saturdays for. And yeah, I'm at a stag this weekend. Wait, where I didn't ask you this yesterday. Where where is the stag? Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. <laughs> I'm going to have a purser. Is that how you going to talk the entire time? For the entire time. <laughs> I don't even know if this is an Irish accent <laughs> what are you gonna or do? a northern Irish accent. What are you going to do while you're there? We, so we can't do airsoft anymore because the stag has sadly injured his knee. Oh. So we are going to go on a pedal tour of Belfast mm. while drinking beer. So it's like a pedal bike, <coughs> like a pedal bus thing. Yes. I think that's what my wife did for her friend's Hindu. All right, don't make it lame. And um, her, the bride-to-be fell off the bus <laughs> and twisted her ankle so she couldn't actually pedal the bike. And they were a bit worried because it was so close to the wedding. She might not even be able to walk down the aisle Brilliant, because her ankle swole out. Yeah. So that's my warning. Be careful. We've also got a weekend full of board games <gasps> because I told you this yesterday. You did. Yeah, the, the Grooms Brothers are super into board games. They have a board game day like twice a month where they just invite loads of people oh, over. Cool. They've got a big library of board games um, yeah, and I'm, I'm bringing Smash Up, so I don't think they've played that. So, so you're going to introduce them to a game? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I grew up with the groom, and his older brother, I was always like, he was the, because I didn't have an older brother, he would recommend, like, Monty Python and stuff like that, and that would filter to me through Jack. So in a way, I feel like he's my older brother. Oh, nice. And, and I'm going to go, and hopefully he's like, hey, have you played Smash Up? You're going to impress gonna be like, him. I want to, yeah. yeah. And also, his younger brother in my head, is still his younger brother, but has actually turned into a massive weightlifter with a giant beard. <laughs> so I don't know how I'm going to be able to resolve those two images mm. in my head. Um, have you got the base deck, uh, the base pack? 
for Smash yes, Up. Yes, yeah, I okay. do. Yeah. I was, I and two sure. expansions. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're super into it. Super into Super Smash Up. We're going to be doing a very board game heavy weekend as well because we're off to the UK Games Expo, the NEC. <laughs> going to go see Nightmare Live, which I'm super excited about. Um, do you remember the TV show Nightmare? Yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. see a live version of it at the UK Games Expo. Cool. Because that's how cool I am. <laughs> that's all we've got time for on this episode. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.